I already feel the tension of this conversation. Like I, and if you're in a relationship, you've been married for a while, I know for a fact that you know exactly how this conversation is going to go. Now, imagine that your partner has lost their job and they've just been kind of sitting on their butts doing absolutely nothing for the last couple of weeks. Things are getting tough around the house. Like, what do you do about that? Like, are you able to demand that your partner goes and gets a job? I want you to hear the situation they're in and you can hopefully lend some advice today with Ask My Mom. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Yeah, what's up? How are you? Welcome to today's show. It's the 27th of June. This is our daily podcast that we do with uh, three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud. We laugh a lot and we love my mom. My co-host Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. I feel so guilty about something I didn't stop for on the side of the road today. And I feel like maybe I should have. I don't know if most people would have stopped in this situation. Like, should I feel guilty for this? I was coming home from work and uh, there was like some traffic as I was about to take uh, take a right into downtown. And I saw that there was a car that had broken down the side of the road. And I don't know if the car was in a wreck because there was a tow truck. So I'm guessing something either the car had broken down or the um, uh, it was in a wreck. I'm not sure. I, I wasn't there for the first part of it. Right. So mm-hmm. as I am sitting in this red light, I'm kind of like watching the scene. And I noticed that the it's like an SUV and it's like a nicer SUV, like probably like a I don't know, maybe it's cat. I don't know if it's like a Cadillac. I don't know what it was, but it's like, like a nicer SUV, bigger. And in the back of it was a wheelchair. And I'm like, that's weird. Like, you know, it's like something you notice. Know you don't think much about it. You're like, oh, it's a wheelchair. Like, OK, mm-hmm. well, all of a sudden come hobbling around the car was this man on like crutches hmm. and like, he looks kind of shaken up mm-hmm. and obviously not like able bodied. Like he's having a really hard time walking mm-hmm. in the first place. And he's like, obviously you can tell he's frazzled. Not mm-hmm. as I'm assuming maybe he was in a wreck. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like trying to like get, he's like trying to like hurry and like, cause the tow truck's there and like, he's trying to like get this, uh, this wheelchair out. But he's having like a hard time. Cause he's trying to like stay on his crutches as well. He looks like he's disabled. Not like he's like was had surgery or something. But he looks mm-hmm. like he's disabled. And, and I just like sat there and I watched it. And I'm like, should I get out? I never know how to help disabled people. I never know what to do in these situations. Mm-hmm. I don't know if most people would have like gotten out of their car and help this man get his wheelchair out of his the back of his trunk, right? I guarantee you they wouldn't. Or but like but like should we? Like yes. is, is it the right <laughs> thing to do, you know? Like I don't know because nobody else was getting out and they're doing anything. Everybody was just kind of looking at this man and his trunk. And we were, I think all of us were kind of like, are we supposed to be doing something right now to like mm-hmm. help this situation at all? You know? Mm-hmm. Um I mean, I don't do you feel do you like, I don't know, I don't, I'm gonna Forgive me if this comes off insensitive. Mm-hmm. This is not my intention. But like, mm-hmm. do you feel ever feel like uncomfortable helping people that are disabled because you kind of feel like you're putting emphasis on the fact that they're disabled? Does that make sense? Yeah, but I think it's different if they're in a grocery store than if they're in an accident. 
So would you would you have stopped? I mean, you're kind of older, but like you probably wouldn't have been like a huge help. But obviously, you know, this guy was trying to get <laughs> Thanks, his wheelchair. Honey. Well, I mean, is it true though? Like, you're not gonna be able to get a wheelchair yeah. out of a trunk easily, you know? Like that wouldn't mm-hmm. have been you wouldn't have been the best. I'm an able bodied forty year old man. Like I can I can do that yeah, pretty easily. Been a better choice for sure. Like would would if you could let's say that you could have mm-hmm. helped in that situation. Like would you mm-hmm. have stopped and like helped get the man's wheelchair out of the trunk for him? Yes, I would have. You would have. Mm-hmm. And then do you not do you not feel any kind of like, hey, sorry you're disabled, so let me get this for you. Or even mm-hmm. like, you know, like like holding the door for people who are disabled. And again, I'm just having this conversation in complete vulnerability with you. Yeah. Like, do you feel like <laughs> I don't know, like like I feel I feel bad. It's like, oh, you so you clearly can't do this, so let me mm-hmm. do this for you. Cause I mm-hmm. imagine like, especially with men. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm sure there has yes. to be some sense of like I can do it. Yeah. Right. Like course. I can do it. Like, like this man may have been thinking like I can I can get the wheelchair out of the back of my car. Like I, I don't, don't want any help. I can handle this. Right. Like, yeah. like maybe especially if you if you are disabled, because I'm sure there comes a sense of like I need to prove mm-hmm. even to myself that I can like still do this and be capable and mm-hmm. you know because for example if that car was sitting there. And there was somebody that got out of their car and they had like a heavy box in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Like I wouldn't think twice about getting out and like helping the person. Yeah. But the guy was on crutches. So I felt like, should, should we do that when we see people like, mm-hmm. or would you have gotten stopped and helped? Like there was like a big, and I still, this is hours ago. And I still have like a level of guilt about this, you know? Mm-hmm. You know I don't want to, I don't want to come across as offensive either. I don't know like if that's like, cause again, I wouldn't do it if he wasn't disabled. Right. Yeah. You know, I I think that people with disabilities are just like everybody else. Some of them are more sensitive than others. I know that I've been in situations where I've asked people that were in wheelchairs, women, you know, can I help you with something and, you know, like in a store or whatever, uh, can I get that for you? And And sometimes they get very offended by it. And they're they're like, no, I'll ask for help if I need it. Right. That's yeah. what one person said to me one time. Right. And then, again, uh, you wouldn't do that for anybody that wasn't disabled, right? That's like you correct. wouldn't. Yeah. You, yeah. We're doing things that like aren't normally a behavior that we would think of to have to do, right? That's or feel right. Yeah. like we, we need to. So I think in normal circumstances that probably it is best to just let it be unless they ask for help. Well, you, wait, you're, you're talking but, about both sides of your mouth right now. Why? Because you said you would have stopped, but at the same time you said, you're saying don't that, stop. But, <laughs> but let me finish. Okay. But in that situation, that was an accident. That, I mean, mm. that, was, that was not like the guys having trouble in the parking lot at Target. You know, obviously he'd been in an accident and he was upset. And so I, I think I would have stopped. Um, You know, I had a similar situation one time when we lived in Peachtree Corners and and we were getting ready to go out for the night and I had gone to pick up fast food for all of you and Maggie was in the car with me. Mm -hmm. And as I came back... Classic mom move, by the way. Not just uh, you, every mom. Yeah, fast food. I'm sure it was (laughs) McDonald's. I understand now why, too. Like, I I, I used to be one of those really, like, super judgmental people of, like... (laughs) Why in the hell would you feed your would you kids feed your such kids trash? That? I'm pretty sure now it was that, probably. Mm-hmm. Now that I have Drunk. more mom friends, I'm like, oh, mm-hmm. I get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I see mm-hmm. why iPads are necessary. I see why fast food is necessary. 
I see why Lunchables were such a thing back in the day for us. Like, oh, I get it. Yeah. Like, you, you think it. like you're like, I, was there ever a sense of like, I'm a shit mom because I, I give my kids Lunchables versus like making their lunch? Mm, no, because the lunches I would make you, you wouldn't eat them. <laughs> you just bring them back home in the lunchbox. Not when I can have that disgusting so, ass pizza that they put in those. I would, I would rather you have some nutrition, <laughs> even if it's bad. Yeah, I don't know if it's nutrition. Yeah, it was, you know? like, the cardboard, the cardboard crust. You might remember Lunchables pizza. I think I think it's so nasty. Any of them were They're nasty. All nasty. Literally, any of them were absolutely <laughs> disgusting. If you think but about it, but didn't you love taking those to school? Oh yeah, I loved oh, it. So it was, exciting. but like, think about it as an adult now. And I think they yeah. still make Lunchables for kids, right? Don't they still yeah. make them? Oh yeah, so, I think so. Like, think about. I want you to, a couple of things. I want to like. Cause like I can still remember this to like, like the taste of all of these things. I can remember it. Cause I used to eat Lunchable like every damn day. Okay. Let's talk about first the crust for the pizza. Oh my yeah. God. Like, what was that? It was so like, it was like the most, it wasn't like soft at all. Like it would crumble in your fingers. If you even like try to, it, it wasn't like crunchy, but it was like just crumbly. It was terrible. Okay. What about like the, the, the ham slices that uh-huh. kind of taste like gasoline. Like those were absolutely disgusting. Um, and then, uh, what about like the, uh, the, um, remember, and remember like the clay, like the, the sh- like the, for some reason the meat like shimmered. remember that, like the turkey and the ham, like the shimmered and it looked like it had oh, gasoline yeah. on it or something. Oh, God, and then for so some reason, bad. the cheese just tasted really weird too. But for some reason I loved it. Cause you know why you got a little cookie in there and you got a high C p- fruit punch uh-huh. or, or echo cooler. And like uh-huh. life was good, man. Life was it's good. It's just cool. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. So you want to get some fast food. Yeah, so I was going to get fast food for all of you. And as I turned the corner, I saw a group of teenagers to my left. Um, and I saw that there was a car, like they'd obviously been in an accident. And then when I looked to my right, there was a woman in the car, and her door was open and her leg was hanging out of the car oh my almost onto the street. And I mean, people are driving by. I flipped out. So I pulled up behind her and turned on my flashers. And I said to Maggie, don't get out of the car and just stay right here. And I walked over and helped her, you know, to get back up into the car. Somebody had already called 911. And her little boy, she had a little boy in the car with her who who was about six or seven years old in the back seat. When I saw him, he was so terrified. He couldn't even cry. He was just like, just like in shock. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is so terrible. And fortunately, you know, the police pulled up within five minutes of my being there, but I could not believe that people were driving by this woman know, on the side of the road. They could have run over her leg. It was dark. Uh, yeah. It was dark. Like, yeah. God, people are so rude. Is that rude, and though? When they're rude. I mean, it, yeah, is somebody's it, life is at risk. So you think it's rude if people don't stop when there's an accident to see if there's help? So was I rude today when I didn't stop to help the guy? Yeah. Okay. Well. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, I mean wow. if honestly, Nancy Anthony calls you rude, I mean, it's really <laughs> blow. I mean, honestly, we should try to help people when we can. And I'm sure there were a lot of other people that drove by that woman that that were much more qualified than I was. Yeah. 
to help her, but they they didn't. They just went around her. Do you do you stop in wrecks? Like, do you stop and help? I mean, I again, like if it was if, if I saw, I, I just didn't really know what was going on, right? Like, if I saw yeah. a wreck happen, I would probably yeah. stop. Yeah. Uh, but again, like a hundred people have already driven by, and nobody stops. So I'm like, I don't know if I should be. I don't know. It's like it's like a group thing kind of thing happening, yeah. right? Like, yeah. is is this something it, I'm supposed to be a part it of? Or depends is it depends on the circumstance. Know. I mean, honest yeah. to God, a lot of times if it's a if it's a horrendous accident and there are already, you know, medical people there, I don't even look. Yeah, I, I don't even look because I know that they're getting the attention they need, sure. and that they're in much better hands, and they don't need any help from me. Right. Um. But it, you know, yeah. Well, let's um, let's do our. Uh, oh, actually, wait, no, it's not. Like, what segment? What day is this? It's not Tuesday. No, it's Tuesday. <laughs> um, I was like, "Mom, ten. No, it's that's more Tuesday, June twenty um, seventh. My, my mom and I are debating about how a mother son relationship should go, and I'm not sure how this would operate when it comes to to you and, and your family. Um, so my mom is coming to Maryland in about a month, right? She'll be here. Third week of July, fourth mm-hmm. week of July, twenty first, twenty first, and so typically my mom comes into town, and we, you know, I try to like treat her while mm-hmm. she's here, right? Mm-hmm. Like I try because like you're the one traveling, mm-hmm. and I know it's already hard enough on you, mm-hmm. and so when you get here, I kind of want want everything to be taken care of for you, and we go out to eat, and like, mm-hmm. you know, the house is nice and clean when she gets here, and all mm-hmm. that good stuff, right? Cozy earth sheets on my bed. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Nice and clean. So nice. Yeah. Those are your sheets. Keyword cream. We're to save forty percent off. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but my mom's proposing something new this time that we're in disagreement of, like how a like a, a parent sibling should or a child should act in this in this kind of situation. So tell tell them what you proposed. Well, you know, I'm thinking about meals in the evening, not mm-hmm. on the weekends. But, you know, and and you're good, like on Saturday, you make that wonderful breakfast of, you know, chocolate chip waffles and an egg scramble, and yum, it's so delicious, I love that. But during the week, I mean, it's hard, right? I mean, you're tired, and, you know, you don't cook. I mean, you heat up your your meals. I'm not Um, a chef. A chef I am not. No. And those are okay, and we eat those sometime. But I was thinking this time that I should either bring my cookbook. I have several vegan cookbooks that I like, and I've never cooked one single thing out of them. Or we could look online, and I could find some recipes and order the stuff we need from Instacart, and I could prepare dinner yeah. a few nights. And I yeah. feel really, really weird about this. Like I Why? feel really like we, we talked about this, right? Like. I don't like when my mom comes and we've already had the discussion about her going through and rearranging my room. Like <laughs> no, wait, we're, we're going to really try to not do that this time. Because if you don't know that story, literally every time my mom comes, I, I, I by the time she leaves, I live in a completely different house than I lived in <laughs> before for multiple reasons. Like n- new f- furniture has been moved in. Old shit's been moved out. Like she got rid of my rug last time without even saying a word to me about it. Like What? Forty years old, like what? Like she'll just like go through my room and go through my drawers and like organize take stuff out. Drawers, organize your closet. Yeah, like, no one. I didn't ask her. I don't ask her to do this, right? I don't ask her to like do this. But she just does it. Which and, and, and again, like it's nice. It's nice. But I'm always for the the next like, couple of weeks. I'm always like, wait, where in the world's my blender? And it's like, 
Oh yeah, sorry, I put that down in storage for you. It didn't look like it was used the last time I was there. I'm like, well, okay, all right. Um, so I don't, oh, honey, I don't know. Did you have a blender? I can't remember. Yeah, I don't know what I did with it. I'm not sure. Check the freezer. Like, why is it in the freezer? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so I I don't feel comfortable with my mom like cooking the meals while she's here. Like that makes me feel really weird. Like I'm kind of like a bad son. If I, if oh. like she's, she's like come to visit and yeah. all of a sudden like on her, this is like your time away. Like you're, you're, you know, when you're home, you're preparing meals. That's and okay. I have to in Dawsonville. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> and when you're here, I don't, I don't, I yeah. want this to seem like a pseudo vacation. Like I know it's not the most uh, exotic location, but mm. you know, I, I still want you to kind of feel like you're, you don't have the response. Like, like one of my favorite things about going to Georgia and I do feel this way. I feel like the second that I walk into your house, I want to have zero responsibilities. None. Yeah. Nothing. I don't want to do one damn thing. I don't right. want to cook. I don't want to clean. I right. came here because I want to act. I want to be treated like I'm, I'm 12 years old again right. and just to be able to lay around in my pajamas and have nobody bother me. I don't want to. <laughs> seriously, I get, I get kind of like I get weird when they're like, hey, can you mind help like cook and clean? Like, no, like I'm on vacation. Like, that's not, <laughs> that's not it. That's not what I'm here for. So like I kind of feel the same way in return. Like when 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 like your parents come to visit, yeah. I, I would say that probably ninety five percent of people listening, their parents don't cook meals at their house for them. Like that's just not really how it goes. Like when you go to Brian's house and, and Maggie's house, my yeah. brother and sister, yeah, they don't prepare. That you don't prepare meals for them at, at their house, do you? No. So why would it but, be any different at my house? Because. Well, I don't know why, actually. It just seems like it would be easier sometime than having to order Uber Eats and, you know, all that stuff every night. I don't know. It's certainly that, cheaper. Well, how does that how does that sit with you, honestly? Like when you hear that, and your, when your parents come to visit you, are they <laughs> preparing the food? Like, cause I don't know. Again, like I just, to <laughs> well, me, it feels. Cook. I, I don't cook. You don't, you don't have any interest in cooking, especially on a weeknight. No, no, right. Uh-uh. I really don't. I don't, no, I don't have. I don't have interest in cooking no. any day of the week. <laughs> well, that's true. Month of the year. That's I don't like true. to cook. I don't like. Except so in breakfast. case you don't, if you don't know, yeah, Saturday breakfast typically, mm-hmm. because I'm so used to waking up and just doing stuff mm-hmm. that like I have a lot of energy on the weekend mornings because I'm just so used to waking up and having energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, yeah, I'll cook. Like I'll use to cook, cook a brunch and like that's mm-hmm. like by myself. Well, I'm still I'm delicious. cooking, right? Mm-hmm. But like during the week, y'all, I ain't cooking shit. Mm-mm. I ain't cooking shit. Like my mom, like you can eat my meal preps if you want to, but like mm-hmm. I ain't cooking. I'm not getting home from work, tired as hell, cooking lunch. Like I'm just not doing mm-hmm. it. I'm not doing it. Mm-hmm. But I also don't think that the answer is supposed to be that my mom, 75 year old mom, is supposed to like. <laughs> not 75. Whatever. That's your dad. I'm only 70. <laughs> my 70 year old mom is supposed to sit here and slave over the damn stove the whole time she's here. Well, I don't know. If I want to. I mean, I would enjoy that. I, I don't think you would. Well, like, you don't want to like try do the same don't come here I, like once maybe but like yeah. not the whole time while you're here that's not what you're here to do and i well, feel guilty I'm not doing it on the weekends no well let's let's get some feedback on this does how does that sound how does that feel to you how does that feel like when you hear like your mom coming your parents coming to visit you at your house if they were to cook for you would you feel guilty or you're like hell yeah this is great like this is this is awesome you can call text 888 kramer 8 do what you're going to do facebook all that good stuff Uh, Okay, Mom, let's do our quote for today. Okay, it's from Louise Hay. You have the power to heal your life, and you need to know that. 
We think so often that we are helpless, but we're not. We always have the power of our minds. Claim and consciously use your power. You know, I think that people that listen to this podcast have heard us talk about this enough to know that we are firm believers. 751 shows. We talked a lot. 751 shows and 751 different (laughs) quotes. Thank you very much. Oh, my God. You're going to run out of quotes. I know. It's crazy, isn't it? And I I don't know why. I mean, I said to you a few weeks ago, I could just start back on day one. one. No one would remember it. You could do quotes from last week and I probably wouldn't remember it. Like, <laughs> That's right. It's so exactly. funny. Like Jess and I are like sit here and like we, we like think of all these ideas and everything. And like I'm like – she's like, oh, no. We remember we talked about that last week. And I'm like, we did? I'm like, what? <laughs> what sh-? Like, you know, there's so much content that gets created in the week. Like I do it. It's over. Uh-huh. I'm, I move on. Like, You're I, it's moving like, on it's, to the like, next I show. I never did it. It's like I never did it. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know. I couldn't even tell you what I talked about this morning on the radio show. I don't even remember it anymore. <laughs> like it, and it doesn't matter. Like move right. on. On to the next program. We got to keep going. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yes. So yes. your thoughts on, on the quote. So, you know, that we just need to remember that we are in charge of our lives and that we can heal every part of our body, mind, and spirit by the power of our mind, just by getting our mindset right and not agonizing and not falling, you know, trying our best not to fall into despair over a situation, Um, but to use that mind power that we all have, and we just have to remember to draw on it. Well, what I found too is like, it's kind of going more off what you said than the quote, but like, it's really the hard times that like you you have to you have to swim, right? Like yes. I, I don't want to say sink or swim because most of us aren't gonna sink. Like we're yes. just like your body's not gonna naturally let you sink. All so right. you just gotta get stronger, or you just gotta get smarter, or you just gotta get wiser, or you just gotta get braver, or you just gotta get whatever. Because none of us, every single person listening is is a is literally strong in their own sense, right? Like yes. you may not think so. I don't know. I guarantee you, in times of crisis, you're naturally gonna do the absolute strongest thing possible. You're not mm-hmm. just gonna like you may listen, and you may have hard days, and you may cry, and you may do, and that's okay. But at the end of the day, you're going to make a decision that's going to, you know, be strong and be brave. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's honestly what I found is that like, I hate we, we you know, not to go back on our same old rigmarole of like it's your hard times or your, but mm-hmm. honestly, like it's you. Like you just have to. Like you have no choice. Mm-hmm. You you right. have, and like then you kind of shock yourself with how like. Like I, I feel the strongest I've ever felt my whole entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, I do right now, you know. Like I don't, mm-hmm. I don't give an f about literally anything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not scared of anything. I'm not worried about anything. I'm not mm-hmm. like, oh my god, how's this gonna go? I'm not. Oh, like this is not where I want my life to be. Like it's not. I'm just. And you, you've heard that. Like I know if you've listened to this podcast long enough, especially my. You know, if you listened, uh, you know, during the move to Maryland, it was like, like the hardest effing transition of my life, mm-hmm. but. I, you don't really see me acting like that anymore mm-hmm. uh, because I just had to get stronger. I just, and I just had to, I just had to figure it out. I told right. myself I just didn't want to be unhappy anymore. And so then I just mm-hmm. had to figure out what that looked like then. And there's not really an answer. I'm not like, oh, so I just had to go do this. But I just had to like keep kind of maneuvering, right? Like, mm-hmm. let me try a little bit of this. Eh, that's not really it. Let me try a little bit of this. Eh, that's not really it. And like, I, I really am. I got to say like the probably... I'm the most unsettled and probably the happiest I've been in quite some time. 
Mm-hmm. I have no, there's so many things in my life that seem unstable right now. Mm-hmm. And I just couldn't be more satisfied with mm-hmm. how my life's going right now. You know, like, yeah, is it really where content. I wanted to be? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is it where I wanted to be? No. Mm-hmm. Is Do I have any idea how I'm going to make it better? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, do I, <laughs> am I like terrified of like all the things that I've got to like, you know, that, that are ahead of me? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But like, I, don't, I just had to like figure out how to not let those things consume me anymore. And I think what you're doing is you're not like, even if it's happened, because again, y- y- y'all, this is a three year process, right? Three, three years this took right. to get us here today. And because literally we're almost at the three year anniversary of me living here. Yes. And it wasn't like, a, okay, all right, wake up, do it. Like, no, I just mm-hmm. had to like kind of get stronger and like figure mm-hmm. out how to cope and how to like be happy. Mm-hmm. And I'm slowly but surely not, not because I sat down and was like, I'm going to make a master plan. Right. Of how to be happier. I just, I just knew I just couldn't be unhappy anymore. Mm-hmm. And then I just kind of set it on a mission to like, all right, let's figure out what that looks like then. Right. What's in control. What's not in control. What, how, okay, let me try this. Let me try that. And like, it's kind of, especially the last six months have been life changing, you know? Mm-hmm. So and it does I, have I to do with mind power, doesn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, you had to get mentally strong, right? Yeah. Now, when we're when we're in a crisis, we I was going to say literally. I was like, I don't even know what the quote was anymore. But <laughs> I hope, I hope that, <laughs> that I hope remembering that, that, to that you can you can heal your life with the power of your mind. Oh yeah. Um, you know, but I would say that like don't don't like think too much about it. Right. Like don't yeah. don't let that be like okay. Well, I've got to go think positive thoughts. Well, yeah, like that's going to help. Right. I had, a, I had a friend with a, I had a conversation with a friend the other day that was like, it's got, got a situation that, yeah, on paper seems really scary. Mm-hmm. And so I sat there with her for a while and we just talked about like all the positives and neither of them were right or wrong, but they were both, I mean, they were both right and wrong, I guess, you know, mm-hmm. we both made good points and mm-hmm. hopefully, you know, but like I'm saying like, it's, I don't think any of this, and this is what I'm starting to figure out. It's like none of this has to be groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. You don't have to like have all the answers, and you're not gonna. Because I'm such a fix it kind of person. I mean, this might be a male thing, but I'm such a, such a fix it. Okay, I'm unhappy. We gotta fix it, and <laughs> I've just found that like through just maneuvering life and mm-hmm. with having the constant goal of wanting to wake up and be happy, I've just naturally put myself in a state. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like to to use my mind to be happy, to use exactly. like to, to use like the my power my, my of your life mind to heal. Just to, exactly. I don't know, I don't even know what the quote was anymore. I'm so off track at this point. You can use the power of your mind to heal your life. There we go. Okay, I don't think it had anything to do with it, but that's fine. <laughs> well, Today's, it did because what you're saying is exactly what you've done. That's what you've done. I mean, I guess I don't you've even taken know what control about. of your mind and your thoughts and your Already, ideas. I moved on to the next to change topic. Your so. Life so that. <laughs> It's not perfect, but you're content. We unfortunately must move along to our next topic. Um, (laughs) Today's podcast is brought to you by BetterHelp. They are the sponsor of today's podcast. And we're very thankful. Listen, hey, like I said, like there's no therapy session, not one therapy session I sat down and like we figured everything out at once. All right. There's no Mm -hmm. BetterHelp session that I was like, that's it. Like here's here's my answer. But because I put myself in those situations, it's led me to where I am today, where I'm seemingly mm-hmm. much happier than I was six months, 12 months, 18 months ago, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do, I listen, I highly recommend therapy. I can't imagine not being in therapy. Like, how y'all do that? 
y'all okay? Like how y'all, how y'all navigate life if you don't have somebody kind of helping you through all this stuff, right? Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, it's not just like, oh my God, my husband cheated on me. I have to go to therapy. Like therapy is like, hey, listen, I'm feeling overwhelmed right now or my life seems out of balance. Like y'all know that was kind of like where I was at was like this. I just feel like I'm working a lot and my life is not being fulfilled by working. Like it's just mm-hmm. not, it used to be as a kid, like I used to love mm-hmm. doing radio shows, right? As a 20 year old, but like as I get older, it's just not what it used to be for me anymore. There's got to be a lot more to my life, but I needed help kind of like figuring out what else my life needed to have full balance in it and to realize how out of balance my life really was, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you're dealing with decisions around your career or your relationships or anything else, like therapy can help you stay connected to what you really want to help, you know, navigate your life so you can move forward with confidence and excitement, not like stress and anxiety of, I mean, and I, I honestly, y'all, I've spent a lot of time. This, and there's things we haven't really talked about on this podcast, but things that I was even like, I don't know if this is the right move. I'm not sure. There's just this part of my life that feels like, and, and like I've had to talk through a lot of this stuff. And like talk therapy has been amazing with BetterHelp. I loved it. If you're thinking about starting therapy, you got to give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just got to fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with your licensed therapist, and then you can switch your therapist anytime with no additional charge. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Kramer to get 10% off your first month. It's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Kramer. Also on our podcast today is the Paired app. Paired is great. I mean, we talk all the stuff that we talk about this week, especially with our sponsors, is all stuff that's just like working with you to make your life better. And Paired is a fun way to do this. It's not couples therapy, y'all. This is not like an app that's like set out to like solve all your relationship problems. But to me, the Paired app is a way for you to connect with your partner every day. And through these moments of connection, I feel like you're going to enhance your relationship. And if you're like, Krames, what do you know about relationships, huh? Well, I can tell you, <laughs> I think that a lot of my problems stemmed from not really having daily connections. Like, like other than like sitting there watching TV or bitching about our day, like there wasn't mm. really a ton more than like than that, you know? And I wish that like I had used something like this. I wish that the Paired app was around. Maybe I could have stayed married. I don't know. That's a, a personal endorsement there. <laughs> so anyway, Paired app's cool. You download Paired and uh, you pair your apps together. And then every day Paired gives you questions and quizzes and games to have fun and stay connected and deep in your conversations. You'll never believe what you can find out with, with your partner by using Paired. Questions like, uh, what's something you admire the most about your partner? Like when you love to all of a sudden just get a message from your partner saying, here's what I admire about you. Like how good would that feel? And I'm so a words good. of affirmation guy. You know what I mean? <laughs> but like that's like, I, I would mm-hmm. feel... Tell me that wouldn't just like if that if that statement alone is lit you up, you got to go try paired. Okay. So it's again, it's a free trial and you can start having fun. It doesn't matter if you guys have been together for a few dates or, you know, a long time, lighten the mood, and have fun with your partner using paired head to paired.com slash Kramer and get a seven day free trial and 25% off. If you sign up for a subscription, it's a hard word for me to say for some reason, subscription. <laughs> Uh, just head to paired.com, P-A-I-R-E-D.com slash Kramer and sign up today. Connect with your partner every day using Paired. Hot damn certified fans. We just need one more person this month. One more person to commit to helping this podcast stay alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, certified fans, literally, we have people all over the country that are certified fans. And it's, it's really cool. There's not a lot of podcasts that can say they've got listeners all over the country. Uh, but we can. And uh, thanks to my 
a wildly unstable radio career, uh, we've been able to <laughs> form <laughs> almost a whole country of <laughs> – I've worked in almost every major city at this point. All over uh, the world. Don't forget. I mean, Don't yeah. Forget. We got people I mean, we got people got in Mexico. People a lot of people in Mexico that listen. We got people in the Netherlands that listen. If uh-huh. we're forgetting about you and you listen outside the country, let me know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's what Certified Mama's Boy is. And this is a cool tribe of people that say, listen – I like this. I like what you're doing here. It's like kind of like a morning talk show, but it's much more real. And there's no BS. There's no, we, like, we're not on any kind of time limit. You know, we can sit here and be extremely vulnerable with each other. We can still laugh and have a good time. And you're here for it. And this show is literally only produced because people contribute to our show. We cannot do it without people like you. So we created Certified Fans, which is you donate $6 a month and we in turn give you bonus and enhancements for doing so, right? So if you text the word FANS, F-A-N-S, to 888-Kramer8, you can see the perks that you get from uh, being a certified fan. So uh, we will sp- – oh, and also one of the perks is getting a show dedication. And uh, when you join, you get one of those you know, the day of. But we don't need anybody new today, which is okay. we got a few more days this month to get this figured out. But um, 137 is going to be our certified fan of the day. And this just means that we go and we – dedicated to one person that's been here for a while. I said 137, 173. 137. Uh, 137 is Kim R. Hi, Kim. Okay. Kim is from Tempe, Arizona, which, hang on Mm. one second. Hey, Siri. What's the weather in Tempe, Arizona? What's the weather in Tempe, Arizona? 108 degrees as of time of recording. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so, oh, my gosh, Kim. I'm, I'm guessing you're a little warm. I, uh, mm-hmm. I will tell you that. And, I'm, and let me let me break down. This is for anybody that lives in Phoenix and still listens. You know, it's one of our biggest cities that listens. I worked there for a while. Mm-hmm. And um, Phoenix heat was always fine to me till 100. I was okay until 100. Then we hit 100, and it's just like a lot. So I know if it's 108 the, mag- the high today was 109. Listen, that's not even that high, okay? Like some of y'all natives, y'all may have said y'all can probably push it up a little bit higher. I mean, I think my hottest day there was 121. Ooh. <laughs> so that's, 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 that's hot. That's hot. Anyway, Kim, I mean, I appreciate you so much. You've been following me, obviously, I, I would assume since the Camel 106, um, sorry, Camel 107 nine days. And that's amazing. So thank you for continuing to support our podcast. Really freaking appreciate you. Let's give Kim R from Tempe, Arizona, a whoop, whoop, mom. Okay. Whoop, whoop to Kim R. I hope you're sitting in front of a cool fan some way, somehow. Yep. Or sticking your head in your refrigerator. That's what I'd be doing. Can we just get one more person, just one, just one. more person to text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8 and just say, hey, I've got six bucks. I get, like If I can go one day, y'all went to Duncan this weekend and Duncan's actually a big radio sponsor, so I'm going to be careful here, but this is, this is just true. Um, or any coffee shop. I mean, literally. So I was like, I don't, I don't really do a lot of like coffee. I don't, I'm not, because I don't, I only drink decaf. So I just drink it more for the flavor. I don't really use it like keep my day going. Right. So I, I got a, uh, iced coffee. It was $6 and 35 cents. I'm like, that's a, that's a, that's a, sort of, that's, a that's a whole month that you could be supporting mm-hmm. a podcast. Keep us on the air. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. what? So I hope it's not a ton. I hope, I hope you don't feel like it's like, I never want anybody to feel like, oh my God, like this is such a strain on me to just keep this podcast going. I never want to feel that way. But if, you know, if it means something to you, it really would be 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. Uh, okay, was. so let's um, let's do our Ask My Mom segment. And I know this is a popular segment, so I appreciate y'all that contri- continue to contribute to our, uh, you know, reaching out and telling us, you know, the d- dilemmas you're going through. That's how our podcast is kind of different. It's kind of a two-way street where most podcasts are, you know, me speaking to you. This is kind of, we have like a little different interaction than most podcasts. So it's an advice segment we do Tuesdays, Thursdays. If you ever have a dilemma that you want some advice on, hopefully you'll go to certifiedmamasboy.com. You will click on contact us. You will submit your dilemma. My mom will read it. She's been a mom now for almost 44 years, and she'll give you some good motherly advice. And then we as your podcast family hop in as well. Mom, what do we have today? Dear Mama Nancy, I am really struggling with a situation with my my wife right now and am not sure if I am overreacting. She worked as a receptionist in an office since she graduated high school 12 years ago, and the business she worked for just went under, so she's out of a job. She knew it was ending soon, but never bothered to look for anything until now. She has been out of work for almost six weeks, and it's really making things tight around the house. She hasn't really been ambitious about finding a new job. So this weekend, I asked her if we could sit down and scroll the job websites to look for a new job. Every job we found, she would have a different excuse of why she didn't want to take it. I eventually got frustrated And she told me that she doesn't want to just take a job to take a job. She wants to make sure it's really a job that she wants to do. Meanwhile, I've been working some Saturdays so we don't completely drain our bank account. Am I a jerk if I tell her that I don't care if it's her dream job and she just needs to make money? She's making me feel like a bad guy in this whole situation. Yeah, that's a tough spot. And, and, you know, we all want our dream job, but the thing is we have to pay the bills. So, you know, I would say that we have to have a job while we're still looking for a job that may be a better fit, just so that it doesn't put too much financial stress on the relationship, which obviously it's doing now. So I would say I agree with you. I totally agree with you. Yeah, I don't know. That's, I mean, you're, I deal with this shit for 10 years. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> this sounds oddly familiar. Mm-hmm. And like, my ex wife never, like, she was, it's so funny because when I met her, she was super ambitious, right? And she owned a clothing store. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was very attractive to me, you know, like being a yes. business owner and like, I, I thought it was really, that was nice, right? I found her to be a very ambitious person. Mm-hmm. And then when she lost that job, she never really had another job until she found one and had an affair with the guy she worked with. <laughs> um, <laughs> so maybe she could have saved me the trouble and just had that job earlier. <laughs> she left the house and she was gone, man. She was like, ooh. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, because I mean, to be fair, I mean, I don't want to, you know, discredit because, you know, she, it was, we were constantly moving with my. Right. Right. You know, my career. So I don't, you know, I, I do give her credit because that was, that was tough. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I. But you didn't have to take up an extra job. This guy's having to work on Saturdays now. So like, what do you do? Just do you just go, do you, extra you just go say, you just have to have a job. Like, do you tell your partner, you oh, just have well, to go get a job. There's no option. I don't care if you hate it or not. Like, that doesn't sound really no, like. No, that's not very, no, that's not, that's not how you. I don't think I handled my situation. It 
very well at all, clearly, you know. Mm -hmm. I, I think that I would ask her how she thinks that you all are going to make it financially and tell her that you don't feel like you should have to work on Saturdays to make ends meet. So ask her what her what her opinion is. And what if she says, I'm holding up? Because it sounds like she's like, I'm going to hold up for my dream job. Like, Well, I mean, he'd have to just say, you know, well, I don't know how we can make it because I'm not going to keep working on the weekends. Yeah. So what are we going to cut? Are we going to move into a smaller house or are we going to sell a car? You know. What do you what do you think about this? Like have you been in a spot like this before where like your partner lost their job and like how do you I, I have a friend that was in a similar situation like this too and like his girlfriend lost her job and she was almost like kind of the same thing of like, Oh, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. In the meantime, he's like, okay, well like this is getting really expensive. And then mm-hmm. I think she kind of gave him, I think this might be kind of a reoccurring theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause if I experienced it, I had a friend that experienced it. Now this is experience. It may mm-hmm. be something that you've dealt with too. So you got some advice, 888 Kramer eight. Like, should she just be forced to go get a job or is he insensitive by saying like, you know, wait out for, the right thing, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, mom, that's going to do it for you today. I love okay, you. Okay, honey. Love you forever. All righty. That's it for today. Uh, certified fans, I got something coming your way this week where I'm going to have y'all start narrowing down some of the segments that you love and the ones that you don't necessarily care for as much. Um, so be on the lookout for that on the certified fans page. In the meantime, if you need me, you know how to get me. You can text me, you can call and uh, DM. And, uh, you know, I'm always here. Have a great Tuesday. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.